You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Well, welcome to another uh, QB Power Hour. Today we're going to be talking about a integrating a report-based sales channel to QBO with BookKeep. BookKeep has joined us a couple times in the past year, and uh, we're continuing our, our series here um, and uh, going to talk about uh, some of the interesting things that uh, that bookkeep has been working on um and go ahead michelle introduce yourself to those that don't know welcome everybody and thank you for joining us for another qb power outer as dan mentioned i am hiding today um as you know i am a cpa um with an owner of launch for success glad to have you all joining us again the reason i'm hiding is because I had a little spot of skin cancer on my nose, and I had that removed a couple of weeks ago, but it's still not healed up to my satisfaction, so that's why I'm hiding. But I encourage you all, if you have a little spot that's not healing, or it keeps coming back to the same place, or just something that doesn't look quite right, go get it checked out, because it could be skin cancer, as in my situation. And you want to catch it really early when it's a tiny little spot, like in my situation, so it's not a really big deal. So thankfully, I did catch it early, and it's all good. They got it all and all that, and it was um, gone. So that's why I'm not on video. I will see you guys on the next one. That's enough about me. We're glad. We're glad. We're glad. Certainly glad you're here and uh, and that you had it checked out uh, in in Mm -hmm. due time. Uh, My name is Dan DeLong, owner of Danwith, formerly at Intuit for about 18 years, and co-hosting today uh, as long as as well as the co-hosting duties of the workshop Wednesdays over at School of Bookkeeping. Um, so we have a few extra people uh, joining us here today. So Jason, you want to introduce yourself? Sure, sure. Um, uh, my name's Jason Richelson, and I am the founder and CEO, co-founder and CEO of Bookkeep. Uh, but before that, I was also uh, worked at Pricewaterhouse for a long time. I'm also a small business owner. Um, after I left Pricewaterhouse, I I, I I went on to Wall Street, but then started my own wine store. And throughout my entire career uh, that you see on here, I've always been doing my own books. I think I was probably one of the very first QuickBooks Online users. I switched to QuickBooks Online in 2004. I started, yeah, or five, something like that. So I've been using it for a long, long, long time. So uh, I have a lot of uh, history with with that, and I'm looking forward to showing you uh, some interesting stuff today. Fantastic. Well, thank you for uh, joining us as always. I uh, love to hear your story and uh, and and always what you're what you're up to. Um, so today we're actually um, I wanted to have uh, an accounting professional's uh, perspective of Bookkeep as well. So we invited Rachel uh, to join us. So Rachel, tell us a little bit about. Uh, yourself and uh, thanks for thanks again for taking the time to to join us today. Sure, hopefully you guys can hear me. If not, I can turn my mm-hmm. volume up. Sure, my firm is called Net Deposited, and we specialize in e-commerce. And we use a lot of automation tools. It's extremely important just because there's so much volume. I use Bookkeep every single day. It's something that I really depend on for my practice, and quite frankly, couldn't do what we do without it. And well, thanks again. Oh, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. And I uh, just a couple other things. I work very closely with Shopify. A lot of my clients are on the Shopify platform. And um, I'm a Shopify partner and recently now an affiliate, so I can offer Shopify discounts. But yeah, work with Shopify a lot. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, I really appreciate your perspective of of uh, the Bookkeep uh, QuickBooks e- ecosystem. Uh, so thanks again uh, for, for coming on today. Sure. Uh, a little bit of the uh, details about the QB Power Hour. Uh, we are every other Tuesday at noon Eastern. Uh, fortunately, not eligible for CPE credit, but I am uh, chatting with uh, with the folks over at Earmark to, to talk about how we can get our uh, our podcast and, and and everything available for uh, for CPE credit. Um, looks pretty interesting. Um, check the website for for upcoming events, um, not just with the QB Power Hour, but also for other uh, other webinars or, or events um, that you may not be able to see um, elsewhere. Uh, you can you can check that out there next week or next uh, next time on the Power Hour. We're actually having um, Anna Calderon joining us, and she's going to talk about um, getting paid for diagnostics, which is a uh, which is a uh, one of those topics that I need to pay attention to because <laughs> uh, I tend to give things away. Uh, but she has a she has a structure around uh, doing a paid diagnostic before even working with a client. So I uh, love uh, love to have her come on and and talk about that process that she has. Um, if you do need uh, PDFs of the slides, recordings, podcasts, or other resources, uh, they are available on uh, qbpowerhour.com/resources. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. If you have specific questions about uh, topics that we're uh, the things that we're talking about uh, currently, please put them in the Q and A. See in the Zoom toolbar, there should be a, a Q and A uh, section. Uh, please put the questions in there. That way, we can address them either live or on the. Um, or follow up. Uh, if you put it in the Q and A, it, it does capture your email, so it does allow us uh, the ability to to follow up a lot easier than if you put something in the chat, uh, like um, like what we just see there of Rachel talking to Z. <laughs> That's great for uh, for the for the chat, uh, talking back and forth like those types of things. Um, a little bit of housekeeping, getting getting the slides ahead of time. A lot of people have asked about making sure that the, they, they could download the handouts. Uh, they do come in um, in the updated emails from Zoom, um, as well as a, a way to cancel your registration if, if you need to. I get a lot of uh, emails typically uh, right, right, right before the power hour uh, asking those, both of those things, but they come in in the uh, alert email as well. Uh, so just bear that in mind. So what we're going to talk about today, uh, we'll talk a, a little bit about uh, the importing transactions. There has been some changes in QuickBooks Online Advance, so we want to talk a little bit about that. Um, Jason always has a, a great way of talking about why doing daily sales reconciliation when it comes to Bookkeep. We'll talk about what Bookkeep is, the built-in connections, and what about connections when they aren't built in and uh, a little bit of the what's on the horizon uh, for bookkeep. So that's really what we're going to uh, talk about today. We'll first launch our first poll. Because you always like to know uh, what version of QuickBooks uh, do you use to support your clients? Um, so Rachel, how long have you been, you, you've been using bookkeep, you said a lot. Um, what, uh, when did you start? Like how many how many clients do you do you see that you, you're using in the bookkeep? Um, platform. 
Sure. Most of my clients are on Bookkeep. I started using it right away when I realized how much time I was spending on stuff. And (laughs) I realized, uh, I don't think I can do this. My goal really was to automate pretty much everything I can. I'm one of those people that's really into data integration and automation. And so I really was looking to use as much of it as I could with QuickBooks online, because I know that um, you can integrate a lot of stuff. And so for me, I just wanted to spend more time with my family. I really just didn't want to spend so much time manually posting everything. And so I looked into a few different things. And for me personally, I really want my data posted on an accrual basis. And so I stumbled upon the folks at Bookkeep and they worked with me a lot. And that's how they do it. They're uh, really attentive and give a lot of support. And so I just started using them and it's just been really great. Awesome. It's uh, um, <clears throat> good to see, um, you know, hearing the the, the time savings that you're getting. Yeah. The, I mean, that's really important for me. I, for my first couple of years with my own business, I really, I spent an ungodly amount of time just figuring out integrations and how things worked. And I realized very quickly, I just couldn't spend that much time. It wasn't sustainable. I couldn't grow my business. I couldn't scale anything. And now with this, I there's so many different possibilities that I can do. It really changed everything, to be honest. Awesome. Uh, so it does look like most of the folks are using uh, QuickBooks online uh, here today, uh, but as well as uh, desktop and, and other accounting software as well. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the um, importing transactions um, enhancements uh, that have happened uh, since uh, since we talked last about uh, importing transactions in, in QuickBooks Online. Uh, this is a online advance. There's uh, what's new. Um, there's now more transaction types that can be imported. Uh, so now you can use uh, do bills, sales receipts, expenses, and uh-huh. checks. So basically anything that's in the uh, batch transaction uh, option you can you can import those they make a, uh, a sample CSV uh, available uh, to be able to make sure your mappings uh, mappings are correct um, once you upload those they, they allows you to map your map your columns and bring them in uh, but what we've uh, what we've realized is that there's a lot of yeah buts when it comes to uh, importing transactions uh, there is some limitations we wanted to make you uh, aware. So the big change uh, there is that there's just more transactions to be able to, to bring in, uh, but you can only bring in 100 transactions, 1,000 line items at, at once. You can't add discounts, credit memos, or negative amounts in general. Um, and it's only QBO advanced uh, So for these for these functionality, for these built-in functionalities. So, and uh, you know, have to look outside of of, uh, of those types of things uh, for um, you know for for other versions of, of QuickBooks that you might be importing into. Um, and then, if you're using uh, automatic sales tax, you can't use this feature at all. Though so, <laughs> uh, for the sales transactions, anyway, I mean, you you, you can import bills all all you want with the uh, with sales tax turned on, but it's not gonna. Uh, bring in those things when you're when you're dealing with uh, sales tax on sales transactions, um, and we did have the um, advanced uh, QBO advanced deep type series. Uh, so there's links to that if you need to need to review. Uh, Michelle, anything you want to add about the about the importing? 
Well, did you want me to do a quick demo of this to show it to them or no? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's go in uh, just real quick. Uh, I'll go ahead and stop sharing. Okay, and... I'll go ahead and do a quick demo of this then, and um, let's go ahead. And as Dan mentioned, it is in QBO Advanced only. And if, as you guys know, or maybe you forgot, you can go out to the test drive if you want to test this out and play around with it. If you just Google QuickBooks test drive, just like we have Craig's, you have a test drive company for QBO Advanced. And as a reminder, your books is an advanced subscription. Um, so you guys do have this out there. So what I've done is I've opened up the test drive company. So the batch transactions is under the plus new, under the quick create menu. And you come down over here under your batch transactions. And it is really easy, but there are some limitations, as Dan man mentioned. So batch transactions. And I don't know why, for some reason, this is not coming up all of a sudden. Well, what the heck? I just did this and it worked fine. All right, let me just do a Let's little see, refresh. The here. penalty of the penalty of doing this live with technology oh, online. <laughs> there we go. All right. There, so there go. it is. All right. So I'm gonna click on select your transaction type. And as Dan mentioned, you can see these other ones out here. I'm gonna go ahead and choose sales receipts. And you can also do some batch modify out there. You can do some batch delete. Um, so like if I imported a bunch of things that were wrong, I could do batch delete, but I selected sales receipts and then I'm going to come over here and go ahead and do import. And I have a tiny little file out here ready to go, but you can download a sample CSV so you can get your file in the right um, order. You get all your columns in the right order and everything. And I just have a like four of them out here. So I went ahead and uploaded a file. One thing that's important is you want to make sure you click to add new customers. Now, one thing it won't do, though, is if you have like some items, product or service items that aren't set up, um, you'll get an error. And I'll show you that. I've got one of those set up. As Dan mentioned, you want to go ahead and map your um, items, map the columns to the um, QuickBooks field. Make sure that you have the right format for the date here. That will help alleviate any errors that you might have from the wrong date format. So go ahead and do all your mappings through there. Select all those and make sure they're mapped correctly. And go ahead and click to import. And then if something isn't correct, and I did this on purpose so I could demonstrate this, you're going to get see things highlighted in red. And you could have a number of input errors um, if something's wrong. So in this case, what it is, is it's not recognizing um, whatever we had there, the product or service item wasn't set up correctly or in, in our in our Excel file or our CSV file, it wasn't set up correctly. So you can start typing to get it here. But if you have things that aren't correct, it's going to highlight them in red to help you. But the point is, you still have to have that file, all those input errors fixed. And you can't add things on the fly. So I can't add an item on the fly here. So if this product or service item isn't set up, I would have to go out of my batch import and go set it up. It will add your customers on the fly if you check that little box there. But if an item's not set up, I have to go set that item up. So I would have to leave here, go into QuickBooks, set the item up, and then come and do it again. So it, it's great that we can do a batch import. But as Dad mentioned, there are some limitations to this. Um, and now I've got my little toolbar in the way. Whoops, so I couldn't speed to do my speed and send. Trying to move that there. And now I've got that in the way. i got all kinds of things in the way here where I can't see. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and... Oops, and I lost it. Um, so anyway, it is great um, 
but there are some limitations. And if you have a lot of these, and if you're doing this all the time, you don't want to be doing this every day um, because it it can save some time, but it's still inefficient, especially if you're doing it every day. So while it's there, it's still not a good solution to be doing on a daily basis, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so I mean, it is there, if, but it's not the best. Yeah, if you have, um, you know, maybe they were in the wrong company and you needed to, you know, get these transactions from, you know, one source into another, this might be a one-time thing to use. I can see that being a, a good value there. Um, but as far as, you know, using it on a regular basis, if you are the person that needs to do all that, um, you know, that can be, you know, pretty challenging. Uh, so I'm going to ask a firm owner, sorry to interrupt, but I don't want my team spending time <laughs> troubleshooting that um, <laughs> when there's a faster, more efficient way to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you could spend a lot of time getting the file in the right format, working the bugs out of your file. And I mean, by the time you're doing all that dinking around with the file, you, you waste a lot of time, you know, getting it ready to import. So it is there. It it is great, but it's also still very inefficient. So, right. So we wanted to mm -hmm. kind of toss this back over to you, uh, to Jason. But we wanted to mention um, I created a blog um, just the other day, uh, or, or we created a blog over at School Bookkeeping about a report that QuickBooks just uh, just released uh, about uh, small business. You know, the the business creation in twenty twenty three. Um, and some of the, the things that are that are pertinent uh, to really to what we're talking about here today is uh, of those uh, surveyed, uh, 46% plan to start some kind of e-commerce business um, because what they're what they're realizing is that in, in the job market today, um, you know, they in order for them to get a, a raise, they need to do more. And they're finding that they're doing like a side hustle. Um, and e-commerce is a, is a real easy way or you know, not an easy way. I think uh, Rachel could probably attest it's not the easiest way. To, <laughs> it's a way. To, to, it is a way. It's got a lot of nuances to it because um, on the next slide, uh, Jason, if you go to the next slide, um, mm -hmm. we did have uh, Ray, uh, not Rachel, but uh, Veronica Wasik uh, joined us for the, the nuances of e-commerce. So if you want to take check take a check that okay i tried to say take a look and check it out at the same time uh but you get the idea if you want to if you want to review that uh you can certainly uh, uh do that it was a pretty good uh webinar with uh with veronica because some of those unique nuances of e-commerce and i'm sure rachel can attest to um you know inventory and sales tax and all the things that typically accountants run screaming from is is in is in the uh, the, the, right. the that industry right? So let's go ahead and uh, Jason, go ahead and um, yeah, talk about daily sales summary. So like when you don't want to have any of this uh, shenanigans yeah. with uh, importing uh, hundred transactions at a at a pop. <laughs> exactly, and training. I mean, training your team or any team, anyone, or having to do it yourself. Doing imports can be, um, you know, tricky, especially when it comes to sales. If, you know, uh, what sales 
we we can handle all of that for you with what we're going to do. And I'm going to show it to you before we uh, get there. Um, let's see. Let me make this a little bigger. I know I can't I can't zoom to full screen because uh, that's not even helping. All right. Uh, that's um, I want to talk about daily sales reconciliation. How many people actually know what that means to do daily sales reconciliation? Um, I know there's really no way for you to raise your hands, but you could say it in the chat. But either way, I'm going to show you a, a quick example um, that I kind of like uh, to use uh, here, a T-chart that uh, everyone here can understand. So when you're dealing with sales systems that sell a, a lot you know, do a lot of transactions. You don't want to be importing every single transaction into QuickBooks. I mean, sure, I'm sure everyone here has had the experience with the original Square to QuickBooks integration that dumped a ton of transactions into QuickBooks and made a huge mess. Um, when you're when your client is doing a lot of sales on other sales tools like a Square, Shopify, Amazon Seller, those should be summarized. And ideally, the uh, best practice is to summarize it by day in the time zone of the customer so that you have a building block um, as, as we talk about here in terms of uh, building your sales reporting for that client. And because QuickBooks should become the system of record for your sales, no matter what tools your clients use, they might start out on Shopify and move to WooCommerce, or they might start out on Square and move to Shopify. Either way, if you're doing daily sales reconciliation, you're getting everything into QuickBooks. So what does that mean? So Let's say that your client is using Square and they sold yesterday $1,000 and they collected $50 in sales tax and $30 in tips. So this is the credit side of the balance sheet. Um, I'm sorry, of the of T-chart. The and so $1,000 to gross sales, $50 to a liability of sales tax, $30 to a liability of tips. So that goes against what you're expecting from Square. So you expect Square to give you $1,080. Um, and guess what? As Rachel can tell you from the name of her firm, Net Deposited, they are not going to give you $1,080. Uh, and almost no payment provider or sales platform anymore is going to give you uh, the actual amount you're expecting, which is why this is so important to uh, use tools that can help you figure this out. So here you can see that you're expected from Square, your balance sheet will show Square owes you $1,080. So Square is a really great system. It actually batches by day. Shopify will batch over a, a 24 hour period that is not the actual day of sales. So those numbers are not gonna be as clean when you're using Shopify, but with Square, they make it pretty simple. So let's look at what looks like when uh, we have a deposit entry from Square. So we expected from Square $1,080, but Square took um, for, from your client, you know, $70, let's say, well, it's probably $35, $50 in fees or something. Let's say your client has a loan payment with Square. When they have a loan payment, the only way you're going to find out about it is either using Bookkeep or having to click four times to figure out what the loan payment amount was in Square <laughs> every single day. So let's say there was a loan payment of $100 uh, against that loan. I don't have the loan balance here, but um, so now uh, you've got to figure out um, what, so what's going to hit the bank account. If you didn't use Bookkeep, your, here's your bank account balance. Your bank account balance is going to be, oops, I'm not going to do the math in my head, but uh, so you're nice only going to get yeah, $930 in your checking account. So what we see with new customers who come to us often is that that $930 that I'm highlighting right now, they book that to income. 
And from everyone looking at this screen, you can tell that that $930 is not income. The actual income was $1,000. Uh, we didn't even use discounts here. But uh, if you're booking $930 to income based off of deposits that you see from Square, um, you know that's not, that's not helping your client. So this is daily sales reconciliation. And then you notice the Square balance has now gone down to zero because uh, the deposit was booked against all the other, the fees, loan payments, and the bank account. Uh, now, Square is, is a simple example, but when you start working with other tools and multiple payment methods, if you're using Shopify, sometimes you might have, um, you know, you might have five hundred dollars uh, from from one, and and PayPal might be, you know, five hundred eighty dollars. So um, then you're going to have to also reconcile those deposits and those fees, and that's where it gets to be uh, quite complicated. So that that's kind of daily sales reconciliation. Um, in in a in a t chart just so we can get the basics and by doing dailies though like we said you you're you're building a building block here for um sales reporting um and it really helps you in terms of reconciling those payment deposits but then also reporting to your client on a weekly monthly basis or even just being able to for your client to understand if they're using say woocommerce wix yes we do work with wix um and others um then your QuickBooks is really your only rolled up reporting tool. And if you're not booking on a daily basis, um, it's really not helping your client see what's going on across all their sales. So it can also be a real big help to your client that you are the core uh, system for reporting for their income. So so what is Bookkeep? So Bookkeep, uh, we started Bookkeep actually as a bookkeeping firm. We were a bookkeeping and accounting firm and we, we no longer are. We now are just... Uh, a software service firm to help only with a very specific thing, which is this sort of uh, revenue accounting. So doing daily sales reconciliation automatically, um, posting these entries, making everything match in your banking feed and giving you proper accrual accounting across all your sales channels for your clients. So, so we automate essentially revenue accounting um, is, is sort of a generic term for that. We connect directly using API connections to Shopify, Lightspeed, Amazon Seller, Square, PayPal. Uh, we have probably the best PayPal integration because we summarize proper uh, summarize the transactions and ignore the transactions that are coming from other tools. That's one of those nuances in e-commerce that uh, Shopify is going to report to you what you collected in PayPal. So you must ignore those transactions. If you have the PayPal app connected, you're going to get duplicates because PayPal said they're the center of the universe. Shopify assumes they're the center of the universe and bookkeep helps you keep track of what, uh, really what you should ignore and what should be booked to your system. So we connect directly to those. And what we're going to talk about today, um, in more detail is how we also can work with any file. So what uh, Michelle was just showing you with an import, we can build, uh, we can, we have built our software so that we can take in any PDF, CSV, Excel file that you are dealing with on a daily basis. And we can turn that into a journal entry that will automatically post um, to accounting. And yes, I'm, I'm just going to answer in real time. We do work with eBay as well. Um, so we take all that data in and we turn it into what you saw here. We turn it, you know, no matter what the other system says, we turn it into gross sales, uh, discounts, returns, sales tax, tips. We give it the same name because when you're reading reports from uh, some of these tools, sometimes they call it gross receipts, which might include sales tax. Like some of the reporting, you know, the reason we started this company is 
another reason is that these app developers do not know how to do accounting. So a lot of it has to do with the fact that what you get from sales tools uh, is sometimes very hard to decipher and everyone is different. So we're trying to help you normalize into normal accounting numbers, what you're getting from these different platforms. So, so that's what we do. And then those entries get posted into your accounting platform. Uh, we work with these here um, as well as we do have an API, which is uh, just in its infancy, but you know, to do some sort of reporting on top of that, if you wanted to build into it. Um, so let's see, what do we have here? We work with these accounting platforms, as I said, we work with a whole bunch of apps. Uh, we have a, a bunch of e-commerce apps. We actually have six, maybe, a, can a cannabis point of sale systems. Um, and the difference between us and others is um, we will we consider ourselves a revenue accounting service. Yes, the app does all the work, but our customer care team and 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 let's let's step back. If if you were to hire one person in your firm only to do the sales entries for all these apps, it wouldn't matter what app you were connecting to, right? Like if your client came on board and they're using some point of sale that they built themselves, are you going to say no to them? So you're not going to say no to them. And so we're not going to say no to them. So whatever tool that your client's working with, we will build connectivity to usually through getting the data files. That's the initial step. And, and if it makes sense, we'll build an, um, an automatic API connection to that company. Often there's no capability of doing that. So we'll build to the export files that those clients, uh, um, that, that you get from your client. So let's, let's take a stop and, and, and ask a question. Yeah. So do you ever turn away clients because you aren't familiar with what sales apps uh, they are using? Um, and this is this kind of talks about, you know, similarly to what we what we talked about with importing transactions, there's a yeah, but right. But when there's when we're talking about like a, a an app app integration, sometimes there's a yeah, but and what I love about what you're going to talk about uh, today, Jason, is that you you, you don't stop at the, well, we don't work with, uh, right. with X, whatever that is. And, and you're actually looking at ways to, uh, circumvent, uh, because when you, when you were on before, you know, you were, you were talking about, you know, how, what was it? Grubhub or, you know, one of the Uber eats yeah. uh, where they just, they're just not playing well with you <laughs> yeah. and you're, and you're actually was, coming yeah. up with ways to actually work, uh, work around yeah. their, their limitations. Right. I, yeah, I mean, in it, I worked hard to try and get, uh, well, Grubhub, uh, to give me some sort of data access so that we could, uh, you know, automate this for accountants. And they said, you know, after I spent, I banged my head against the wall with that one. And they just said, no, no, we're not interested. It's not important to us. Accounting is not accountants and accounting is not important to these app developers getting more sales for their clients. And, and as everyone here knows, your client is going to use whatever tools gets them more sales and everyone else has to just deal with the exhaust from that. And, and, and so, so we want to help support you with that by handling any, any system that your clients are working with. Uh, we can build very quickly. We'll show you. Um, and I'll show you that in a second here. Um, is the poll done? Should we? <clears throat> yeah, we think we're done with that. Whoops. I got too many things up, but yes, looks like about, let me just go ahead and share the results here. We talk about uh, 25% of the people um, would actually turn someone away uh, if they if they weren't yeah. aware of of how it how it integrates with uh, with QuickBooks or or how 
you know what what it actually looks like so yeah um, this this might actually be a way to uh to yeah. circumvent that right totally we, I did, we, we, I, we can help yeah and i also put in uh the the links uh in the chat for the for the slides for today which also has links to um to the prior bookkeep webinars that we had on the on the qb power hour so uh, one of the things you talked about first when we when we had you on was what makes a good accounting integration uh yeah. and then also the uh the 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 dilemma of of um multiple payment or managing multiple payments payment methods across multiple you know multiple sales multiple channels sales mentioned, yeah you mentioned uh paypal right paypal could be a potentially a payment method for all of your sales channels how do you manage manage that it gets entirely complicated and con convoluted right it does it's still it and it's still we're still learning too we keep running into new use new cases where people are using the same paypal account across multiple sales channels it can and uh and it can be messy when you're working with say a woocommerce where sometimes it calculates things wrong uh versus what paypal thinks and um so you kind of have to reconcile between the two but but we're getting smarter and smarter every day because this is all we focused on um so so let's take a look. So first I want to show you uh, what our uh, product looks like. So you can see, so if we were, so Bookkeep is, um, I have a bunch of test accounts in here, but but Bookkeep is designed for accountants to have, you could have hundreds of clients. You can, you can, you know, if you use Slack, you can hit control K, you know, to switch, you can switch to your client. And, and now I'm back in this client. We make it really easy to handle lots of different, uh, lots of clients. Uh, every time you create a new client or an entity, we call it, then you're going to come in here and you're going to add an app. So I'm showing you my wine store, which just has Square connected. But one of the big things that we do that that we help is we create this ask owner to connect thing where we will email and CC you, um, email your owner who has access to these tools to get them to connect for you. And then we'll give you a message that they did connect. Um, we try and make it really easy to make the connections because that's usually the hardest part is getting that connectivity. So with Square, what you saw on the T-chart um, is very similar to what we have here. Uh, basically, you know, gross sales discounts, we give you a mapping screen as you would expect. Um, if we have more detail from the sales app, like uh, subcategories, they'll be down here and you can map those as well, uh, service charge or different types of wines we have here. Um, and then we also track all the payment types, the sales tax. We do track the sales tax in detail uh, from different systems. And we'll talk about that in a second. So you, you have a very simple mapping screen that, that, um, to map these to your chart of accounts. And once you map it once, then it's done. Uh, and then every day our system goes out to Square and grabs that information and posts it to your accounting system. Here we work with zero, but I'm not going to log into zero. But here's an example. That's our sales from yesterday. Um, and you can always see it in our system what it is. And if you wanted to switch here to the account mapping, you can. So if I wanted to quickly make a change and I decided that I do want to subcategorize, you know, beer sales to a beer account, I don't have one. Um, but if I didn't have one, I could also click this button and create one called beer. Um, it'll basically do whatever it says here um, and it'll auto map it. And then we do a lot of things like give you the ability to bulk adjust and, and bulk repost. 
And again, you can't see it here. Uh, in QuickBooks, you'll see the, the journal entry ID, but we maintain audit trail. So it's very important to maintain audit trail to never duplicate. If I need to rerun a day because either the calculations are wrong or maybe I ran it too early in the day, if I did it manually, you can run days manually here, of course. Um, but normally it's just run automatically. Jason, there's, there's three things that you just kind of glanced over there that I want to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to talk about uh, mm -hmm. a little bit in detail. Um, you can auto create the account. So mm -hmm. if you could bring up your mapping your mapping screen, so yep. you know if you don't know the sales channel, yes. um, or if you don't have in in your in your QuickBooks already yeah. uh, those accounts, uh, mm -hmm. that's a you may not be able to see it on the on the on the webinar, but that's a magic wand, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, that little icon is a is a magic wand, and it will automatically, I guess, is that uh, the yep. the history there. <laughs> it will create the 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 account yep. on the chart of accounts in the in the right type, uh, yep. and and auto auto map to it. So I, I just want right. to kind of point that out. You know that uh, that is a that is a nice feature. Um, yeah, when you, when you're dealing with these multiple sales channels that you know may have. Um, a, a grouping or a mapping too. Rachel, do you, uh, do you utilize the, uh, I know yes. you got a phone call. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, I turned it off. Um, I do. And I mean, another time-saving tip is I just, you know, especially if it's a, you know, new setup or something like that, I just always use the magic wand. I just create the accounts right there yeah. because nope. it's just faster for me to do it that way. And I know they're always going to be correct. And you know, it's usually um, at this point, you know, I know all the new accounts that are going to be created. So I'm comfortable just doing it right in Bookkeep. I usually always do it. I train my staff to do it that way too. And and we're going to, we're, we're going to start make, making that even easier with over time. I'm realizing that, you know, just having a single click auto create the accounts uh, and map it. Um, I think we're going to give the options for that as well. So that helps also with training your team. Um, you know, you can just tell them, just use the auto create feature to create the accounts. It, it is often best practice, depending on how many accounts you have and what version of QuickBooks, of course, to create new accounts for new apps, um, because it can get messy if you try and, you know, under, but it's very important to understand what your cutoff date is. When am I going to stop doing whatever I was doing manually or whatever app I was using manually? And when am I starting using Bookkeep? Because there is always going to be an overlap and probably a, an adjustment entry you're going to have to make because you may have booked sales with the other tool and only a portion of those sales are in the payments from the deposit that we're going to book for you. And so we have to make an adjusting entry for that. But um, when you cut over, but that's just important to know. But yeah, we do have, we understand the stuff that, like I said, we started as accountants. So it, it, let's move on to the deck. So, so what I want to talk about is, so you see what we do for Square and that works for Shopify, Amazon seller, a PayPal, a bunch of apps. It's just, you just make the connection using OAuth or you send your client a link that says, Hey, please connect PayPal so that I can continue, you know, so that I can do your books for you automatically. But what about if your client is using Booker by MindBody? or uh, Kajabi, which most people haven't heard of, or Proximity, or they're a veterinary place using Vets First. None of these apps have automatic capability for me to connect to through an API. So we came up with... Um, and, and that's not just you, that's anyone, right? I mean, and, do, do other people have... The 
inside scoop on, on, on working with these, or is this just the way that they are structured? There's just so many of them. Getting, I mean, our list of actual sales and accounting platforms is nearing 300 now. Um, so depending on the industry, there's all kinds of different tools. And so small point of sales and, you know, or old point of sales that people are downloading a report or getting a report sent to them, or they might be getting a Z report. Um, and so we can now handle that in the same way that what, what you just saw with the same mapping screen we can handle. So I think if, Jason, I think he's asking is, do any other companies have this ability or is this? Oh, no, we're the only ones that have this capability. So, yeah. Um, uh, so because, you know, because the other ones aren't really concerned, uh, they're, they're like, when, when, the, when an API yeah. is available, I'll work, I'll work with them. Uh, exactly. Also, some of the the step. other apps that you probably know in the space, and I don't, I don't mind calling them out. You know, there's A2X, um, and there is, um, uh, um, oh my gosh, I'm blocking on their name, uh, but the, they tend to um, <laughs> probably uh, <a> good thing. <laughs> yeah, my brain is working. But anyway, they, you know, they're only working with the online connectivity, which you know makes a lot of sense as a tech firm. You want it all automated, but unfortunately, as accountants everyone here, like everyone here has to deal with files. We have to deal with files. It does like, I still have to get my job done as an accountant. I got to get the books done. So I'm going to be dealing with files. So we understand that because we are accountants too. Um, and we built a system to take that data in. So for instance, um, here's, here's an example. This is a, a platform for, um, it's a POS, POS Z report, which is a standard Z report. This comes from a particular point of sale that does, um, pharmacies. So we are able to take that PDF. And this is actually a great system in that if the system automatically sends an email summary every day, then it's fully automated for you. If they can send an email summary, we will give you an email address. In in Bookkeep, you get an email address for every entity and it's here under settings. It's your Bookkeep email. And that's it right here. And you can click this to copy it. This, anything you send into that email, if we recognize it. So right now, if it's one of these 19, it will automatically show up in your connections and give you the same exact standard mapping screen that I just showed you um, so that you can map those entries as gross sales, discounts, refunds. So we will translate what you see here, this mess into this summarized template. So you will get, it'll say the name of the template, you know, the name of the provider. So whatever file you're working with, whatever company you are working with, if you can get it sent in every day to that email address. And again, we only do dailies. You can also, by the way, with our AI tool, uh, you can send, you know, you can do it once a week, you know, download all seven days and then just attach it to one email and send it in. Um, and it'll also work. We, we are soon going to give, we'll eventually be giving you the ability to upload it into the screen. And we, you could also automate it with Zapier, um, which is, you know, just set up a Google drive and drop it into the drive and then Zapier will email it in for us. So, so, but, but to step back, so basically any of these files that, that you work with or any platform you work with, what we say is find the single report. Hopefully the platform has a single summary report, like a Z report that has all your sales, your taxes, any tips, if there's tips and all your payment types against it, ideally it balances. Often they don't. And we adjust for, you know, rounding or some systems just don't calculate properly. 
And we handle that for you, by the way. So when you're, you know, you don't want to deal with that on a daily basis. So we we can handle those those exceptions um, in, in our system. And 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 by the way, that's daily sales reconciliation. Hey, my payments are ten dollars less than my sales. Well, guess what? Someone needs to catch that and book that. So uh, and so we help you automate that. Um, so so basically, what we want is any system if if they're you know, send us the file and we can write this in, in about a week or less uh, and get you up and running because we want to be able to, be, we want to be your revenue accounting department. We want to be the team member on your team that does all of this with our customer care, um, helping you to teach you and um, and being able to support any app. So let's go to the next slide. Sorry, I can't do full screen on that. And I went through some of these things um, uh, that we just talked to, but we started as an accounting firm I've been doing my own books forever. I've been in point of sale and e-commerce forever. I understand both sides. I know what it means to receive the data from a, a weird sale system that a client's using that doesn't help me book, you know, that makes my life difficult. And I know what it takes from the app developer side to build those systems and how hard it is to find engineers and product people who actually understand accounting. Um, they might understand how to build transactions and add things up add things up, but they don't know how to group things into proper accounting, you know, credits, debits, or even just proper sales equal payments, uh, which is sometimes not always uh, well done in some of these systems. We have more integrations than any other service out there, like I, we just discussed. We do proper daily accrual summaries. A lot of our competitors are started backwards. They don't start, they didn't think like accountants. Accountants think, uh, you know, and me as a business person, what did I sell today? I don't care about when the money's going to hit the bank account. Well, I do. But first I want to know, what did I sell today? The money hits the bank later, but I had sales today as we showed and here. And just to like add, the reason why that's important, and I learned this from really listening to my clients, is their sales platform is saying, I sold $1,000 today. Right. They exactly. want that mirroring in QuickBooks. That's Good my point. gross sales. And so if it doesn't, and that's usually a discrepancy that I always see when I start off with mm -hmm. somebody and I see those differences. And uh, you know, we yep. now we see the same errors all the time, but it's super important. And um, especially when they're in very, very high volume. Yep. If that's if you're not reporting it on an accrual basis, you're you're not gonna match what's going on in your platform. That's a that's a really good point, Rachel. That I, I haven't even thought of. But your client will look at your sales tool and say, "Hey, my sales were this much for today. Why does it not show that in QuickBooks?" They do. And if you're <laughs> they booking do. and if you're booking deposits as sales on the day the deposit hits, you're a couple of days behind and you're showing less revenue than the sales system is. So we always make sure our reports match those sales platforms. Um, and you know, when the deposit hits, if there's issues with adjustments, it, it'll happen on those later dates. But um, but we mirror those systems uh, into your accounting platform, and and so and that's that's best practice. That's that's the proper way for for doing books for any retail, e-commerce, restaurant business. Um, and we talked about never duplicate. We maintain this audit trail. So if I made updates, I didn't show you that example. But if I had made some updates uh, in in the user interface of Bookkeep and posted it to QuickBooks it would update the existing entries. You would see audit trail, you would see date history of those changes. And that's super important. And a lot of our competitors, um, you know, who don't understand the pain that accountants go through when they're reconciling and having to figure out what's wrong, you know, they don't always, they don't always uh, do that. So the other thing is that we love and work for accounting firms and bookkeepers as bookkeepers and accounting firms, you people on this, on this call, we are working for you. We don't work for that 
app developer, sorry, for that business. I mean, we, we will help the small business. Uh, we will help the, you know, the coffee shop if, if they need help with to, to an extent, but usually we'll try and send them to an accounting firm. If they keep asking us too many questions about accounting, we don't always want to have to teach them accounting. Um, so we work with accountants. And so we understand that you need to know across all your clients, Hey, did everything post? Is everything okay across all my automation? Um, is we give you a partner billing option where you can either get a single bill across all your clients. So they don't even need to know you're using bookkeep. You could think about bookkeep as, you know, that part-time employee that does all my revenue accounting and you could build it into your pricing or you could pass it on and have them pay directly. We have multiple options uh, with accounting firms in mind. We have those features to help you get your clients connected. Priority support is for the accountant accountants, you know, and we have a very strong knowledge base to help you as well. Um, and we are building education. I don't think any of our, uh, I don't think any of our competitors in the space are building education. What I was teaching you there with, and what we're doing on this webinar with, you know, what is daily sales reconciliation? We're building programs and certification programs for that to train and to help you train your team. You want to build a team that can, you know, so you can build your business, um, and we can offer you training programs that you can hand down so that they can learn how to do this properly, you know, starting from how would I do it manually um, so they understand the concepts and the theory. And then so then they better understand how the automation works. So that's kind of how we're different. Um, and so no. we got about 10 minutes left. Um, so, so Jason, could, uh -huh. could we ask Rachel a question? So sure. some people wanted, Kathy was asking um, for Rachel's opinion on how is the support from bookkeep when you're first learning so from your perspective kathy how do they do you know when you were first learning um from a support perspective how were they helpful for you when you were first learning and stuff how well did they do supporting sure. you and helping you and yeah i mean i'll i'll reiterate that uh it's really important to understand the accounting behind it um, and you know, the T sheets or the not T sheets, um, you know, the T <laughs> sure. showing yeah. is really helpful. Um, it's, it's really important to know, quite honestly, is really have a strong understanding of uh, the accounting workflow behind it, but, um, they're super helpful and they also have a knowledge base that I, I go to all the time just to look up specific things, but the chat is definitely the most helpful thing. Um, the people that they have working in the chat are incredibly helpful. Um, and it's also what I really appreciate is the tools to be able to repost or, you know, run dates or if I'm doing a cleanup um, or I'm starting a new company in the middle of the year or something and I need to go back and pull in from the beginning. Um, it's user-friendly for me. So I don't need to constantly um, get help I because that interface is is built for an accountant for me that I'm not a developer. So I was, I was able to learn it and, and understand it. And then of course they are there for help, but now I can sort of, you know, if I need to click on the journal entry, I can, I can toggle back and forth between QuickBooks and bookkeep and kind of troubleshoot if there's something going on. So even just the way that it was built was, um, you know, very helpful for me in mm -hmm. addition to the support that's available. Of course, they're incredibly helpful, but I've been able to train my team in order to use it. And then now they will go to the chat asking for help. So it's, it's not just, um, a tool that I use It's a partnership for sure. Yeah. 
And and I'll say, you know, I, I see Nancy's question here too. We're still learning too. I mean, this, I don't think there's any app and um, Shogo was what Nancy mentioned is the one I was trying to remember, you know, Shogo does, um, Shogo started a long time before us. And I know those guys and, and their app does accrual accounting and, and it's good. Uh, but their app doesn't envision integrating PayPal and some other tools uh, that, and and having to deal with complex, more complex e-commerce situations and or working with files. So, but to step back, my point is we're still learning. This is still complicated stuff. And, and, and I don't think anyone's doing it perfectly, um, but we are here. We are here in the US. You know, if you chat with us, you're going to get us. You might even get me sometimes on the weekends. Um, uh, I definitely jump in if it seems to be a critical issue and our team is, isn't working on the weekends. Um, and we are building more tools. And where I'd say what's on the horizon for Bookkeep, I personally am obsessed with reconciling these clearing accounts and making sure they're always on point. And I am building tools that will eventually automate this reconciliation and help with exceptions. Um, one and, and when we build these tools, we don't build them in our system. We look at your accounts because often you are booking, maybe you not you, but someone, or there's a rule turned on that's booking something into that clearing account that should have been matched to one of our entries or just someone did something wrong we are looking on how to reconcile those accounts automatically for you on a daily basis uh, in your own QuickBooks and bring up exceptions. So we're, you know, the, over time this year, we're getting smarter about how, how we do that. And that's something that, you know, competitors are, are really thinking about, okay, let me get the entries in, but people set things up wrong. And there's, there's a bunch of things that can happen that can cause the books to get, you know, the automation to go off course. I wouldn't say off course, but, but things getting booked in the wrong accounts. And, and we're getting better at making sure it's set up properly from the beginning um, and then checking to make sure everything's posting properly. So, so we're not perfect yet, but, uh, and we're still pretty new at this. We're only two or three years old here, about three years old. Um, so, so we're getting there, but, but we really have, you know, it is our core focus is not just booking transactions and sales, but actually being the whole revenue accounting. And that's what uh, you see on the slide is the next thing that we're doing, because as when you have clients that are selling, say it's a restaurant, say it's an e-commerce client, they are collecting sales tax. That sales tax is being accurately calculated and stored in our platform. And so we have signed a deal with Avalara and Davo. You probably know the Davo product where that same information that's already coming into Bookkeep, you can turn on the Davo product inside of Bookkeep so that you only need to maintain the connections to Bookkeep, get your client to connect to Bookkeep only. That same data will be used with Davo to automatically set aside sales tax, to file it and to pay it automatically, taking all that liability and risk off of your hands and fully automating it through the same platform. And that's where we really look at ourselves as a revenue accounting service provider or team member for you. Um, because not only do you have to book this stuff, you also have to get the sales tax paid accurately and it's the same data. So, so that's coming uh, in sometime in February, we're going to go live with that. So, so look for that to come where you can handle all of your sales tax, even for e-commerce uh, across multiple States uh, all through bookkeep. So and we'll we'll definitely yeah. need to have you uh, you and David probably uh, tag team uh, how this mm -hmm. actually works uh, on another power hour we can uh, mm -hmm. really deep dive into into that 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 is um, when I heard you were working on that I was like oh I'm super excited yeah <laughs> and uh, you know because that that's that's a that is a game changer uh, for you mm -hmm. know 
allowing allowing people like Rachel to spend time with their kids, not having to impound, uh, you know, sales tax and file and form, you know. Yeah, I should also add, because a lot of people ask me this question, um, it it does not involve turning on the sales tax center in QuickBooks Online or your... No, (laughs) no, we keep it all out of QuickBooks. um, Yeah. Because... Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Jake. Well, and and I want to say, because you might not, it might not be totally clear in your head, but as we start to work with more and more clients that have you know, hundreds of clients and hundreds of connections or many connections per client, maintaining these connections, getting your client to connect is a pain in the ass, in the butt, whatever, sorry. Um, so, um, that's so the technical term for it. The yeah. technical term. So <laughs> that's why I see, you know, huge value. You just need to make sure these connections are here and we're helping you maintain these connections and get connected. And then you're getting not only the revenue accounting, but also the sales tax payment all in one. And you only have to come to one place. And by the way, our customer care is going to also be here if you have questions about sales tax. Um, you know, with Davo, uh, you know, we'll we'll be first line of support for Davo, uh, but Davo is backing us up as well. So, um, and Davo takes full responsibility for sales tax. So uh, once you're connected and they take over your sales tax filings, it's their responsibility. Um, so, and it's our responsibility, you know, and their responsibility. And it can, it can really take a lot of pain off your hands uh, and risk. As I know, as being an accounting firm, one of the biggest surprises I had is with one of my old bookkeepers was, what do you mean you didn't pay the client sales tax? How could you not pay the client sales tax? That didn't, she didn't last much longer after that, but uh, that was a big gotcha for me. I didn't realize that I had these risks inside my business when the client was like, did you pay our sales tax? And I found out we didn't. That was, that was really it that that is a risk, and um, uh, so we think we can help with that. Uh, we know we can help with that, and and so that's coming on the on the horizon here. I know. I, we will, have- I, will, add, I will add one last thing about too. Like for me, the the thing that is the most difficult for me is the surprises. Another uh, payout coming into the bank feeds. Where's that coming from? So for me, you know, like you just said, with the example of the sales mm-hmm. tax not getting paid, that's a surprise <laughs> that I don't want. And yes. so it's for me really alleviates a lot of those things. And um, for me, using and I use the sending the reports for revenue recognition. I a lot of clients I have on that. And um, for me, for there there being multi channel. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything I can use, but this. Exactly. Yeah. Davo, we, uh, Davo doesn't work with some of the platforms we work with. So we're bringing a lot more capability to Davo. Um, Davo directly does work with Square. Um, we're, the pricing on Davo is going to be, it's going to be about a, an extra, less than $100 a month. I'm not sure exactly where the pricing is going to fit right now, um, but it'll be an additional $100 a month per uh business or less some somewhere under there um so uh yeah so and i think that that's pretty competitive there the thing is is i mean we've heard from other customers we have some pretty big shopify stores and they've been quoted thirty thousand dollars a year from avalara to to do their sales tax uh you know to automate that it and connecting to the avatax tools can be really complicated and uh, much more difficult to maintain than what we're building here with Davo. So, and the Avatax tools and Avalara for filing don't handle the set aside and payment. So yeah, the, some the clients won't want the, that. The 
Yeah. And, and some clients won't want that, but uh, some of them, you know, a lot of them will just take it off of your hands, take the money out of my account. So I don't think it's mine. Um, I think it's a really great service. So, so I launched this, uh, this last poll here. Would you like to get your first client free with, with bookkeep? Tell us a little bit about the promotion that you're, mm-hmm. that you're offering uh, here, Jason. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you answer yes to this, we will know, uh, we'll get your email address and we'll give you uh, a free, uh, your first client free for a year. Um, so you can try it, you know, for a year, we'll get them set up, um, for, you know, with you together, or we can do it for you. Um, you know, so your first, your first entity on our platform, just, uh, we'll, we'll track the email at, you, you know, use the same email address you use for this, or, or at least message us and say, I answered yes. If, if, if you don't have the same email and we'll get you free for the first year for that first client. Yeah, because it's it's definitely like um, once you once you realize what the what the power of the platform can do, it's definitely oh oh I can see this for this client or that client or, or yep. a variety of others. Is that was that your experience, uh, Rachel? When you when you, when you got hooked? Uh, yeah, even more so <laughs> now with the revenue recognition because now, like I said, when I see those new surprises. By the way, they don't ever call you and tell you, oh, I didn't tell you that I'm now selling on this very obscure portal. Um, You just start seeing payouts. And so um, now instead of, oh, well, I could use Bookkeep on their main um, website, maybe, but these other ones, no, that's not a thing anymore. Now I just email Jason and I'm like, Jason, I need this one, please. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Awesome. Uh, so I think that uh, pretty much does it for today. Um, Jason and Rachel uh, and Michelle, uh, thanks for uh, joining us all today uh, on the on the Power Hour. Uh, we'll definitely look forward to having you back, Jason, when we talk about the go a little deeper into the the sales tax uh, with with Davo um, in the in the coming months. Um, appreciate you all joining us today. Anything? Any final thoughts that uh, anyone has? Yes, thank you both, Jason and Rachel. And, and Jason, I think you've created a fabulous uh, app here that's really going to save us a lot of time. So thank you both for joining us. And I think you've done a great job so far. And I love what you have coming on the horizon. And I do have a client that I probably will be reaching out to one or both of you um, with cool. a little help um, in the, the near future. So thank you both. And thank you, Dan, as always. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.